So if you ascribe to the ideology of reincarnation, gruh, you got a whole dead body out there in the ground somewhere. <laughs> Think about it. Somebody used to be you before you was you and they dead now. And they could be from Massachusetts or some shit. Like you are not really you for real. Me personally, when I think about it, I don't know what it is. I, I mean, of course, maybe because I'm a millennial and I have this connection to the 80s because I was, of course, born in the 80s. But I feel like the person that I used to be was probably born in probably like, I don't know, the 60s, the 60s or 70s or something. No, no, not the 70s. Probably more like the 60s. And they literally died from an overdose. I don't know why I feel like my person that I used to be is attached to some type of drug usage, but I feel that way. And I used, I feel like they partied hella hard in the eighties, which is crazy. <laughs> hey love, welcome to the Moonstone Energy Podcast for the base. I am your host, Christina. Here, we will be discussing all things spiritual and witchy. I will also help guide you to the clearest path that leads you to your highest self. Let's get into this episode. Okay, so if you are here from Instagram, thank you so very much for listening to my stories. Um, And for those that have not seen the stories. Um, What are you doing? Um, I am on Instagram. You should be there with me too. (laughs) But um, yeah, just to make a long story short, really quick. um, On Instagram, I follow Bossy Bruja and she made a video just speaking on how um, she responds to people asking her, where should I start? spiritually. Um, I'm going through my process of learning different things. Where do I go? Her response was, you start where you are now. And what she means by that is whatever it looks like for you. So for example, she brought up, um, some people start off with shadow work and, um, natal charts and DNA testing, which is a great place to start. For me personally, when I began, well, continued rather with my spiritual journey, I started out with shadow work and then went into my natal chart once I started to read and watch different videos and things of that nature. Like I started with um, astrology and it ultimately led me to where I needed to be to continue with my healing process because there was a lot of things that I needed to break down for myself and heal from because I was one walking menace to society. I will say that I was hurt and didn't even know it or I knew it. I just kept it. Like the type of person I used to be, just imagine, I don't know if anybody listening, used to watch Spongebob, but Spongebob was my guy. He still kind of is. I'll probably get a moment in time where I just say, you know what, let me watch a Spongebob episode because Spongebob is timeless. But anyway, I don't know if you ever seen the episode of Spongebob where I forgot what the episode was about, but there was this one scene where you, (laughs) they panned to 
what it would look like, what it looked like inside of his head at the moment. It was basically a bunch of SpongeBob's inside of his head. Um, and then when a fire alarm went off, all of the little files that was inside of his head just went everywhere and everybody just went crazy. That was me. I was very much the type of person. I didn't have a thousand me's in my head, but as far as compartmentalizing my emotions, I put all of that shit in containers. You can tell me I wasn't a Tupperware queen. I was the Tupperware queen, okay? I had a, 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 a container for every situation I went through, every bit of emotion that I felt like I had a container for that shit. And then eventually all those containers fell over and everything fell apart. <laughs> And that's how I ended up in shadow work. Yay. Um, that's how it happened. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, um, so that's how it happened for me. Um, just to get back on topic. Another thing that she recommended was, well, for her students, um, she recommended the Kabbalion. And um, she also, rec it's a book the Kabbalion's book. Um, and she also recommended the 12 universal laws, which actually ties into hermeticism and the seven laws of hermeticism. So that's another thing. But I want to talk about how me personally, and this is just me reflecting, at this current moment, I am working on my first book, which is called The Roots That Grounds Us. And um, I also have a grimoire that is out right now that is available for pre-order that is the companion to the book that's coming out. It's called A Sacred Grimoire of Conjure. And you can put anything in it. This isn't like, okay, you have to put the stuff in the book. It's into No, that's not how that works. <laughs> it's just me coming out with a book, a place for you to store your spells, rituals, thoughts, whatever, um, as you go along when you read the book that I'm creating. So just to give you a little bit of information as far as what the book entails, I basically, it's basically a book about blackness, <laughs> black culture, um, myself and my journey. I speak on that too. And how I got to where I am, like just to give you a full scope of everything. Um, not that you need to know it, of course, but I feel like I, I was in the mood for sharing, so it makes sense. But <laughs> um, it's basically about Black culture, it's about Black spirituality, um, as told through the lens of the divine feminine. And I also incorporate. Um, the divine, well, divine feminine could be within men or women, but I'm more, it's more of a girl's girl type of thing from a spiritual perspective. If you want to, if I could sum my book up into one thing, it's like a girl's girl type of book about spirituality, if you get my meaning. It's, it's good. It's, it's amazing. I love it. Um, as of right now, I literally could have been finished with the book, <laughs> but the way I'm set up, I keep delaying my proofreading process so because I keep adding stuff. So yeah, that part, <laughs> but that's the good thing. So as of right now, I, if I could give it a rough number, I would say I'm about 350 pages in to the book. I mean, there are some pieces of it that I need to go 
a lot of pieces I need to go back and edit because of course margins making shit fit irritating self-publishing life right but just to get back on topic um as I was going through because I'm the whole process of me writing the book is requiring me to basically be in student mode like I have to take my ass back to college for this one like I literally have to do research and read so I'm also referencing different things articles stuff like that so as I'm going through and as I'm it's like my creative process when I work I like to have something on like I don't just like to sit and type and be with my thoughts like I need to be I need I'm a multitasker so I have to hear something so I'm in the process of doing my book well writing my book and I'm also watching the chilling adventures of Sabrina right so <laughs> what a combination so as I'm going through the book I'm realizing a couple things and the things that I'm realizing is that it's, it's something that I already knew. Of course, this isn't like brand new. I just, you know, stepped off the porch type of thing. Um, I already knew of these things, but it's more so like, oh, for real. Like, I don't know if y'all ever seen that meme of that one guy when he had on that blue shirt. He was, and he was like, oh, like he had an aha moment. Like that was me. <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm seeing everything for what it is collectively as a whole and how everything is interconnected. That to me is what spirituality is about. Like we, when we think, I mean, granted, listen, when I began to deconstruct uh, myself um, and, you know, as far as Christianity goes and I began to come up out of it, um, it took me a while because of course I had religious trauma. Like I was literally messed up. I hated everything that had to do with the Bible. I renounced all of it. Like I was in a place where I was like, no, <laughs> hell no. Um, but I then began to practice hoodoo. And if you've ever seen, and I, and I don't want to make the assumption that everyone that is listening to this podcast is of African descent, but if you know anything about the Black church in general, you know that the Black church is hoodoo. And it's not to say that hoodoo isn't hoodoo on its own, but hoodoo is black culture hoodoo is the black church the black experience so a lot of the stuff that we practice in hoodoo is directly linked hell hoodoo is derived from the things that we took from africa and and were forced into merging together with christianity so it was already a part of it i mean can you practice hoodoo without the Bible. I mean, you could. Um, essentially, you could. Um, it's not impossible. Um, I mean, hoodoo itself is the is the premise of hoodoo. Aside from you know, Afri you know, being a part of African practices, is basically God, ancestors, self. That's that's the format of hoodoo. God ancestor self. And is it a closed practice? It is. Um, 
because hoodoo is based around African ancestors. There's no way possible. I mean, everyone has ancestors that they can revere, of course. Um, I would highly recommend that everyone tap in with their ancestors because your ancestors have so much knowledge that you need. But as far as hoodoo is concerned, it's so much more than just Bible magic. And I've heard the term Christian witch. And, it, and, and, and when I think of it, because I ask questions about everything, my main question is, is there a difference between a, being a Christian witch and practicing hoodoo? Like, what's the difference? What's the, where's the cutoff? I, I'm digging into it, of course. The cutoff is the the ancestral part of it all. If if you ask me, there is a cutoff. Um, it, they do, do they mix? Absolutely, they do. Um, but I do believe that there is a cutoff. But yes, you can practice Bible magic and not be of African descent. Of course you can. Shoot, they do it every day. <laughs> um, but just to get back on topic, when I began to like really dig deep, because I, I'm I'm not just speaking on hoodoo, right? I'm speaking on spirituality as a whole. So spirituality is not just hoodoo; it's it's a part of it. Um, I'm speaking on like religion where you go deeper down the rabbit hole. Like that's where I went as I was listening to. The chilling the episode two of the chilling adventures of sabrina and i started to click away at my computer like it started to dawn on me how crazy connected all of this is we like if you are someone that likes horror movies like i do like i like the exorcist i like the pope's exorcist if you've ever watched the pope x the pope's exorcist that's a, a newer movie that just came out probably like in may or something but I would definitely recommend that you watch that. But a lot of the the scary movies, the really scary movies, have religious ties in them. Those are the best ones, in my opinion. I'm not really a slasher kind of person. I mean, I, I listen, The Hills Have Eyes, Green Inferno will mess you up, okay? <laughs> Destroy your psyche. <laughs> but when it, like, for me personally, if the, the horror film has a touch of like spirituality to it, that's the sweet spot for me. Like it's like scary, but the movies that we, we watch that reference demons and, and all of the, it, it's real. You know what I'm saying? Like it's real to a degree. Um, let's take the conjuring universe, for example, they talk about Valak. Valak is the nun in the, you know, the nun movie. If you've seen The Conjuring, I forgot which one it was, probably like two, Conjuring 2, um, when they see the nun hallway. Valak is a part of the lesser key of Solomon. You have the greater key, and I'm over here telling, like, I'm, I'm it's a teaching moment, okay? I didn't put it all together because like I said, I always watch scary movies and it's like, I knew about these demons, but I didn't know who, you know, like connecting them with sigils, seals and stuff like that. It's all a part of the lesser key of Solomon. Any scary movie that you watch these days that is referenced or that has reference to any demons or demonology, Pazuzu and all of that. Well, Pazuzu, I don't know if Pazuzu is part of the lesser key, but it's definitely a part of the red dragon. <laughs> the red dragon is something else. Um, 
But if you look at these books, well, these grimoires, is is it'll make sense. And I know some people are like, oh my God, you're. I'm not asking you to perform any of these rituals or ceremonies because it's a it's a it's a it's a process to it. You just can't jump into it. There's a process to it all. But would I recommend reading it for knowledge purposes? Absolutely, I would. You better get a, 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 the Key of Solomon, the Greater Key of Solomon. Well, the Greater Key of Solomon, okay, so you have the Greater Key and you have the Lesser Key. The Greater Key is more so in, in regards to like planetary magic, um, astrology. Just think of it that way. The Greater Key has to do with astrology. The Lesser Key has to do with demonology. Like it has to do with the demons and what they're known for, etc. So as I was going through, and of course I'm looking at Sabrina, I was like, it's a lot of reference to that in the show if you haven't picked up on the origin of all of this stuff like this is actual real stuff and the kicker okay the kicker to all of this is it all ties back to king solomon king solomon is in the bible the bible in which we were beaten upside the head to read king solomon was a magician of all magicians. He was a sorcerer. <laughs> he was a sorcerer. These grimoires were allegedly found in his tomb and the Vatican has, well, allegedly the Vatican is holding these because these books are, I guess you could say how they call it, quote unquote, cursed. But it's like, if it's cursed, why this shit on Amazon for $6? <laughs> How cursed is it if it's on Amazon for $6? Um, and that's just me being real. And please don't take my laughter as as like this stuff isn't serious because absolutely it is. Like you just, I wouldn't sit here and say, hey, go, go, go summon fucking uh, King Pyman or some shit. Like I wouldn't tell you to go do some shit like that you know um but what i'm saying is a lot of the stuff that we were taught we were only taught one half of it we weren't taught the full spectrum of everything everything has its own origin and its own story um let's talk about the malleus maleficarum they talk about that on sabrina okay the Malleus Maleficarum, the witch's hammer, that's what they call it. The Malleus Maleficarum is the witch's hammer. It's basically a conglomeration of, uh, I guess, works. I can't think of the man name. It's probably Math or something. But basically, it was used to justify the hanging of several women in Salem. If you've ever watched the show Salem with Mercy and and all these other women, they were freaking hung under the suspicion of witchcraft and practicing witchcraft. That's why Salem itself is a very, uh, I guess you can say, I mean, it's a touristy attraction, but it's very haunted there. Um, and that's a part of the reason why it's haunted, of course, for all, you know, because of the Salem witch trials, like all of that stuff was actually a real thing. Um, the things that we watch on television isn't too far off from the reality. Um, and I don't think a lot of people understand 
that a lot of this stuff has origin. Even if you watch uh, like Eagle Eye, I don't know if you remember that movie called Eagle Eye with Shia LaBeouf, but all of this surveillance and all this other stuff, all of this stuff is real. I mean, they don't want you to think about it, but think of it this way. How is it that you watch something on TV or you talk about something and then you go to Facebook or you go to Instagram and an ad pops up for what it regarding what you just talked about this is why the you constantly if you have an iphone it constantly asks you should you uh do you want this app to do you want this app to track you um and you constantly have to say you basically got to beg them to say no i do not allow like why do i have to ask you to stop you know to not track me in my movements why do i have why is that even a thing it's because they're targeting you targeting you as in ads um they are able to target you based off of voices <laughs> that's why a lot of these companies are getting sued for biometric data because they're using that data to track you and do all kinds of stuff with it in order to basically get in your pocket get information on you all this other stuff or different consensus and 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 let me let me just stop myself right here because when i tell you this rabbit hole gets deep as fuck it gets deep okay just continue to follow. <laughs> um, but when it comes to just just as a whole, everything is connected. Um, you'd be a fool. I'm not calling you a fool directly, but you'd be a fool to think that none of this stuff has a full, like another side to it. If King Solomon is in the, in the Bible and it specifically speaks of how King Solomon reached out to go, well, spoke to God and, and, and asked for more wisdom and God bestowed wisdom upon King Solomon. And he also reached out to Archangel Michael to be able to, you know, like he gave him a ring to, to basically control demons. Hence the lesser key of Solomon. Like this is real stuff. And I know people, like if you are in a space where, like I said in the beginning, I was very much torn when it came to Christianity, how I was raised, what I was made to believe, and the hypocrisy of it all. Um, that's why I went on my own personal journey to discover God for myself and what it meant for me. So this is one of those things like you have to get outside of yourself and look at everything from a more zoomed out perspective to really see what's going on like i don't know if you've ever seen that that uh it's a TikTok video but um basically they show you a zoomed out perspective of earth and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger like we literally are a speck the earth itself is a speck that is a part of a galaxy within a galaxy within a galaxy and it makes you think why the fuck am i paying rent why am i paying insurance for a car that may or may not get in an accident like this is a scam don't none of this stuff matters when you look at it from a different perspective it's like don't none of this stuff matter at all i promise you it don't matter so that's why <laughs> I have got, I mean, granted, if your life is impacted negatively because of the economy, um, because of capitalism, inflation, and all that fun stuff, 
um, is going to impact your mental, your emotional health and well-being. But when you get to a place where, yes, you, 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 you basically go with the flow. I promise you, I have seen people that are literally homeless that are living their best fucking lives. They live better than, than they did when they were working a nine to five. Okay. Look at Skid Row. I mean, Skid Row is not Skid Row that we know of because they bulldozed it down, unfortunately. Um, and I know homelessness and, and alcoholism, addictions, all that stuff go hand in hand because mental health, right? But these people had fucking apartments outside and they were living their best goddamn life, okay? If you see somebody that that literally looks like they don't have nothing, they have it fucking all. I guarantee you not saying that the, you know, if you get what I mean. Okay. I don't want you to think like, Oh, they're, they're homeless. They'll be okay. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you get to a point in your life where shit didn't hit the fan and you say, forget it. I just, I just surrender whatever will be, will be. And I just go with the flow. That's when you are truly free. I guarantee you. I mean, not everything is going to go the way that you want it to go in that moment for X, Y, Z. But I guarantee you when you release control over a lot of things, <laughs> life ain't going to be life in like you think it is. The control over your mental is not going to be what it what it used to be when you just let go. So this podcast episode... <laughs> It's about so many things, but the main takeaway from this should be for you, one, to zoom outside of your own personal perspective of what it looks like, spirituality as a whole, what it looks like, what it's perceived as. Look at everything. Two, if you ever came from a religious background, study all sides of the religion. And I mean the dark stuff too if you want to get a full perspective and a full scope of everything. And I'm not saying that you need to stu- you know, like to practice it, but to, to actually be in the know and understand is, is going to be way more valuable to you. I promise you it will. Three, wherever you are in your journey, um, it's fine. If you are still at the point where you're, you're talking about crystals and, and herbs maybe, you know, um, chakras, smudging, shadow work, fine. That is cool. Um, but I challenge you to take it up a notch. Do more, study more so that you have a better understanding of things. And lastly, and this is just a statement. If you are someone, well, the people that, if you're someone that's, that's into theology, my personal opinion is if you study theology, don't just study one aspect of it. Study all of it. Even the stuff that you may not necessarily agree with, may not necessarily understand. Study it to understand it. Not to appropriate, but to learn. Come from a, per- a perspective of learning. I promise you the way that you think and how you perceive anything is going to be so much more broader um uh, the the thing that i believe that western culture has fooled us into believing is that 
there's only one way to do something. Um, and a lot of that is is rooted in white supremacy, of course, racism. Um, a lot of it is. Um, so definitely get outside of that. Um, but when it comes to Western occultism, I say study it. Um, is there racism in a Western occultism? Absolutely. I've seen, I've, I've read about it. Um, there is, but I, I feel like just by me doing what I'm doing right now for my book, it's, it's making me think, and I'm a serious thinker. Um, but not think to the point where I'm losing my mind, but thinking to the point as in, that's interesting. Let me learn more, like us from a student perspective. So I highly suggest and I recommend that you are signed up for the mailing list on my website, moonstoneenergy.com, so that you are in the know when the Roots That Ground Us comes out and also when the pre-order is available so that you're the first one to get it. Um, I definitely want it to be something that is not just focusing on, I mean, I know I talk, I'm, I'm saying like the book is very um, African-based, blackity, black, black, black power type feel, but not really. Like I, I wanted to talk about black culture, but it's also going to be talking about other aspects of spirituality that I feel is important as well because everything has its place. That's why it's called the sacred grimoire of an eclectic conjure woman. Eclectic meaning you're not ascribing to one thing. Like you're taking things from different places and making it work for you, not in an appropriating manner, but in a way of understanding and uh, utilizing knowledge. Like, like I said, um, from a student's perspective, you're always going to be a student of something, always. Anyone that says, I know this about this and I'm the greatest of all and I'm the great, run quickly in the opposite direction immediately. <laughs> I never forget, I saw this video of this one lady. She was saying, I'm the most powerful witch in the United States. Child, I just, I hollered. I hollered because it screamed entitlement. It screamed um, white supremacy. It screamed, I wear a hood on Wednesdays, a white hood on Wednesdays. Like it was very much giving that. <laughs> I just could not deal. I don't, mm -mm, I don't like that shit. <laughs> I don't like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely studies, always study, always read um, and, and expand your mind, expand your mind. Um, do I recommend people studying other cultures to a degree? Yes. But as far as appropriating those other cultures, absolutely not. Even if you're black, you can appropriate some stuff that don't belong to you. That's why I tread carefully. Um, I'm very mindful of the things that I practice um, because, girl, if it don't if it don't line up, it don't line up. And one thing I've learned: your ancestors will stop you dead in your tracks if you try, because they're gonna tell you, "Hey, that right there, that's a no." 
that don't work. That's not what we do. That's not, I mean, you have free will, of course, but if you're looking for us to co-sign it, you might as well look elsewhere because we're not about to co-sign that shit. <laughs> At least that's how my ancestors talk to me. <laughs> that's how they talk to me. Oh, I never forget. And I probably already talked about this. It was hilarious. But um, there was this one time when I was visiting my family in the South. And I went to the cemetery that my family, like majority of my family is buried in because they are basically from one general area. So they were buried there. A lot of my family's buried there. And I was walking around the cemetery, you know, just looking at different plots and, you know, you know, praying and, um, you know, just, just paying homage type of thing, even though I didn't know them, you know, I just say, you know, what I say. And then I just move on. There was this one particular uh, plot that stood out to me. And it's like, wait a minute, that name, like that's our last name. Like who is that person related to us? I kid you not because my grandmother is very there and my grandmother is very connected to me. This woman literally yelled from across the way, hey, get from over there. <laughs> get from over there. No, they're not. Get from over there. Because I literally asked, like, I wonder if these people are a part. No, get from over there. <laughs> and that's how my grandma was in life. So when you when I when we talk about venerating our ancestors and talking to our ancestors, however they were in life is how they are in death. And not saying they can't elevate, but they're not gonna elevate to the point where they lose their personality. That's still gonna stay the same. So my grandmama was very much grandmothering in that moment. <laughs> so I will leave you with that. Um Thank you so much for listening. All information pertaining to the Roots That Ground Us, my Instagram, Facebook, threads, all linked in the listen notes. And oh, I don't think I mentioned this, but threads, Instagram's version of Twitter. They don't want you to say that though, because they probably get into, I don't know. But I am posting sneaky peeks on the threads app so definitely if you would like to see a little some some before the some some is released definitely follow me on threads but i will talk to you all in the next episode see y'all later